0: Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by our latest obsession, Paincakes. Paincakes are the revolutionary cold pack that stick to you so you can stick to your routine. Whether you're pounding the pavement as a runner like me or you're tackling the clutter as a professional organizer like Christine, Paincakes has got you covered. Paincakes comes in three sizes and can be used again and again. We both keep them in our freezers. And when we feel an ache or a pain, you just stick them on your body. You can do it a hundred times. It's all the benefits of using a cold pack, but no downtime. Find pancakes at pain-cakes.com or at thousands of retailers nationwide.
1: Welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast urging you to let it go and don't look back. With nationally acclaimed professional organizer, Christine Stone. And self-proclaimed hot damn mess radio and TV personality, Eden Kendall.
0: Welcome, everybody. It's Uncluttered and Unfiltered with me, Eden Kendall, and Christine Stone, a professional organizer. Hey, everyone. So today is going to be a little bit different. We want to talk about a couple of things, um, TV and movie related, like what have you watched lately? And this obviously won't be one of those timeless episodes that you're going to enjoy, you know, three years from now. But if you are like I am and you're always looking for your next great watch, whether it be a movie or whether it be a TV series, then maybe you'll get some inspiration because we we feel like we're all people here, right? You, We're your people if you're 50
1: and over. Well, and also I loved this because it'll also show how different you and I yes. are by even what we watch. You're not wrong. So, uh, I mean, it's going to be fun.
0: All right. So let's... Let's start out, first of all, and by the way, we have asked you guys on our Facebook page and our group, our private group. I love which, the
1: group. Which, I, I just, they are such an inspiration. And Honestly, I love it. Yeah. Love you it. Just,
0: women over like 40 to 50 years old to 60 to 70, you can join it. And we ask a lot of these questions that we discuss in advance so that we can use your input on the podcast. So we'll, we'll get around to what everybody else says they've been watching in a little bit. But first of all, do you want to talk at all about movies or do you want to I just go straight to the I mixed them all in. Okay, so, me I
1: mean, there's no, right. some are movies, some, okay. you know, I just mixed them all in there. Um, I mean, you're going to laugh at mine. I mean, we're going to start off with the Madoff monster of Wall Street on Netflix. I mean, anything Bernie Madoff. Really? Fascinates me. Does it? Okay. So here's why it fascinates okay. me. Okay. Because I cannot understand for the life of me how someone could have done what he did for so long, okay, that's the first thing, and then ruin everything in his life, his wife, his children, his grandchildren, without even ever thinking what that would do to the people who were with him all these years, his employees, the ones that weren't in on it and also the government i'm fascinated that they didn't know about this even though someone tried to tell them a gazillion times what was happening so it fascinates me i've watched every made off thing and it's you know to see in this documentary it just is so sad i mean he lost both his sons one of them to suicide his wife was living in her car for a while uh, it just, to me, when people blow up their lives for money, I find greed to be something, you know, people say they're psych, you know, psychologically unhinged, but I don't know. I don't know. There are a lot of people that do fraud and they don't go and do these kind of things. They'll do smaller fraud things, but they don't ruin their families, their lives, everything else. So I find that fascinating. It's on Netflix. I It's like a series watched them all. I thought it was great.
0: Now there is a series that's just called, I think it's called greed. Yeah. I watched that too. (laughs) I like Now that's one we watch. I I like a good documentary. American greed. Greed, That's right. I like a good documentary as well. Um, so the, um, now right off the bat, I'm going to tell you though, if I'm listing my favorites, one of them is not going to be like that kind of show. It's not going to be a true crime. It's not going to be a Bernie Madoff. It's not going to be anything like that. And that right there shows you <laughs> How different a big are. difference. But but you're all over the board. So give me something that's contrary to that. Okay.
1: Well, I really, really loved a, a movie that many people probably haven't even watched yet because it's brand new. But it's called Ticket to Paradise with George Clooney. <laughs> I've seen it.
0: Oh, it's you cute. saw it?
1: I have no, no complaints about And Julia about- Roberts. I thought it was absolutely so funny. Funny. Uh I mean, just cute. First of all, I like their chemistry Uh as parents. And I wrote what this is about so people could look it up. It's a divorced couple teams up and travels to Bali to stop their daughter from making the mistake they made 25 years ago, which is to get married very spur of the moment. And I thought it was so cute. And as a woman over 50, being parents and of kids who are of that age, you're like, oh my God, what would I do if out of nowhere, within three months, my daughter wanted to marry someone who lived in Bali and wanted to live there? So I thought it was cute. Very it, cute. It was
0: absolutely adorable. adorable. It was so, so cute. And, and loved
1: Julia Roberts in it.
0: The other part of that, you you sometimes wonder like, what creates somebody to become a superstar versus the people that are just kind of these stars? So like, Why are some people A-listers? And when you see those two, you know, Oh my I mean, God. it's just clear. They are just absolute movie stars.
1: I love the chemistry between yeah, they the two of chemistry. them too. I thought it was so mm-hmm. well done. I mean, for a romantic comedy, I thought it was really cute.
0: Now the thing with my husband, he likes a bad movie. He doesn't care how campy and cheesy and silly it is. Whereas I have a hard time. I get annoyed. So there was a movie that was also, uh, Recently, out I want to say it was Netflix or Amazon Prime. I want to say with Jennifer Lopez. Did you see that one, Shotgun Wedding?
1: No, I haven't. Okay,
0: that's one that reminds me of that because yeah. they they're going to you know they're they're on a location. It's for a wedding, but this one is more like um you know there's like a a, a gang overtakes them. It's more of an action flick. Oh, it's Josh Duhamel in that. He is. I like him
1: a lot, yeah, so I would. Be, that's I one. would watch it.
0: I, w- I always go on Rotten Tomatoes, and it seems like the critics did not care for it, but the audience did. And I just care more about what the audience. I, I like.
1: I like those kind of movies. The yeah. Wedding Planner. Yes, you know what I mean. She's they're always. All, good.
0: I. She can't do me wrong. I do I, I, by me. I
1: like her movies a lot too. Mm-hmm. I do. So the next one on my list, and we can't get away without talking about this, is the Murdaugh murders: deadly dynasty. What? Yeah. Alec Murdaugh, you know what's going on with that—the man who is on trial this week, even as we speak, for the murder of his son and his wife. So disgusting. This was on Prime. This was on Prime. There are so many coming out right now. There's another one coming out next week on Netflix. Um, Another one that I find fascinating. I don't care what anyone says. I cannot believe this man – I believe he did it, but I cannot believe another man would ruin his entire family, would kill his wife and son over them all finding out that he's been scamming people for over a decade and has no money getting rid of his wife because they say she was thinking of divorcing him. And of course, the son was in a prior lawsuit, you know, drinking while boating and killing one of the girls on the boat. So they were going to look into his finances because he was held legally responsible. I cannot get enough of this. I watch it on court TV because it's another time I say, really? like this is what's important to you this is how you see life that everything comes down that you're going to be found out about stealing from your clients from where you your law firm i just i think it's the fascination psychologically how people number one think they're going to get away with it in this day and age with cell phones dna um you know all the technology, filming, I cannot to this moment think people can think they're going to get away with something without somebody knowing.
0: That's the thing for me too. The idea, the very idea that somebody thinks that they're going to be able to pull something off like that, <sighs> it's, you know, it's one thing if it's crime of passion it happens very suddenly and then after the fact they're just doing their darndest to try to clean it up but these premeditated killings where they think that they are going to fool the the tells that people have we don't even know which brings me to another show that i started yesterday Uh-oh. called poker face uh,
1: absolutely you're watching love that well us from the 70s uh-huh it's the Columbo all over again. It's just because
0: it's it's, it's every week. It's a new murder mystery, uh, and it's it's ridiculous because she has no business being around all these different murders. But yet, everywhere she goes, and it's Natasha Lyon
1: who who I love. love Orange is the love, new Black Love love and, love um, her
0: and Russian doll. Love her love her so much, and she plays a character that can read a person's face if they're lying.
1: She knows they're lying.
0: She knows instantly, 100%, if it's true or false. And I'm only one episode in. Oh, I've watched
1: them all. You have. I've watched them all Uh, up to this point. They go Uh, down easy. Well, and not only that, if you are somebody from the 70s, early 80s with the Columbo, the Rockford Files, you know, you could go on and on. It's exactly like that. And it's kind of really refreshing. It is. And she is so great. And they have celebrities, new celebrities in each episode. I I love it. I have to tell you, I love it.
0: It it goes back to that standard cop show that you get it wrapped up with a nice bow at the end, but there's the ongoing undercurrent too. And Benjamin Bratt's in it, who Uh, is delicious delicious i love him so much so that's you know obviously we we're both together on that one yes. so so every now and again the venn diagram <laughs> comes together and there in the middle is a show that the two of yeah, us both love i definitely what about white lotus
1: uh i watched Light, white lotus i definitely liked the second season better, better yes. than the first season yes. i don't know if it was well the first one was in hawaii but i don't know if it was the location uh-huh. Or I love Michael Imperioli who, from I the mean, Sopranos. yeah, from the Sopranos. I love him. I just thought it was so well done. I did not like the ending though. I have okay, to well, tell Okay, not,
0: Let's not, I just had a conversation today. This is why <laughs> I, I busted in for that. I had a conversation today where I was telling my co-host on our radio morning show on Gator Country, Amadeus, I said, you know, what's a spoiler that people don't realize is a spoiler when someone says there's a twist or I didn't believe the ending, you know, because then you're not. I like when you get complacent and comfortable when you're watching a show and then it, boom, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. So, so, but yeah, you're right. I, I would I have, didn't I would have ending. picked a different Yeah, ending. me too. I, I would have, that doesn't mean it was any less entertaining the way it is. It's just not what I would have yeah. picked because, well, for, for many reasons. Should we take a break and look at some, what some of our folks um, on our, our ladies, yes, only page and let's see if,
1: if we are all in sync.
0: Okay. So George and Tammy got a couple of votes. George and Tammy. I, that's I, the,
1: I did want to see that. I just haven't seen it yet.
0: Uh, it looks like, and I love this because I was going to talk about this, that 90s show.
1: I, I didn't, I didn't see the first that 70s, 70s show. show, believe it or not. And I, we all know I'm a 70s you know, freak. But I never was into that show the first go round. So when the, they do all these remakes, if I wasn't into it the first go round, well, not really into it. The funny you would
0: go-round. say that because we watched that '90s show with only having seen an occasional episode of that '70s show enough to know who all the characters were by name, but not enough to really have followed it all the way through. But once we got through that '90s show, which was adorable, yeah, just absolutely adorable. Uh, we have now started from the beginning of that 70s show. Oh, and we love it. We love yeah. it.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I think that's you would just, love it too. I, I think I would if I just had the time to watch right. it from the 70s, then now to the new mm-hmm. one
0: The Handmaid's Tale. I, okay. Ginger's watching that.
1: I started watching that during COVID just because um, there was nothing else to do. Right. And it got so lifelike and real
0: <laughs> that just <dystopian laughs> I quit, future, quit yes. watching
1: it. So I have never finished watching that. And sometimes you forget what you're watching when they, when they have such a long amount of time in between seasons. I'm like, I forget I even watched that. How did it end? So sometimes I lose interest.
0: And that happened to me too, because the first season pretty much wraps up the book, the way the book would have uh, gone. Okay. And so in my mind, or at least I believe that's the case. I, That's what I was thinking when it ended. And then I feel like it went on beyond that. And I thought, well, that's not, and it doesn't matter because it's fiction either way, but I'm with you when things start to get a little too real, which brings us to that, that one that everybody is raving on right now with the pandemic. The one that, um, the last one, is that what it's called? What's it called? The last,
1: last of us, the last of us. Yeah, I definitely can't. I told my daughter too soon. Can't do it. Mm -hmm. My husband watched the whole thing. And he loved it. Can't do it. Won't so do it.
0: that is one where it's a pandemic, which is why you're <sighs> saying it's a little too close to home. Yes. And it's it causes cannibalism, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right? I don't
1: even know. I really- It's rave reviews. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, but everyone I know loves it. It's just not something I think I'm, even though I know it's even unrealistic, we're not all going to turn into zombies, whatever. I can't do any pandemic things too soon.
0: Well, there's two more I want to ask you from this list, and then I want to get back to your
1: list. So Yellowstone. Oh, well, I mean, of course I watch Yellowstone. I, I uh,
0: Believe it or not, I do <gasps> not. I tried, and I the didn't.
1: sacrilege. Really? Are you serious? Oh, my I, gosh. I need to, don't I? You, oh, you have to. You have to. I love Kevin Costner. Uh-huh. I love the whole entire cast. I have to say, you know, I like the first couple seasons the best so far, but I mean... I just I've never been to Montana, but it makes me want to go so so bad just because it's so beautiful. I, Is I that lo- where
0: they actually film
1: it though? Yeah, because I know they filmed well, some they, of it in they Utah. Fil- they film some in Utah, and uh-huh. probably but all, it, all that mountainy yeah, stuff. It's beautiful. I lo- it's it's like Dynasty. You know what I mean? Uh Or Dallas from the 70s. It's it's like a soap opery type uh thing.
0: You know why I know that part of it is filmed in Utah? Because when we went to Utah a few years ago, we were at a restaurant and the server said, Kevin Costner just left. (gasps) And everyone at the table was like, oh, yeah, they they film around here for Yellowstone. (sighs) And I was like, what's Yellowstone? This is back then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: No, I, I do like it.
0: Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by Hearts for Minds. Hearts for Minds is encouraging you to use your sidewalk to motivate others for Mental Health Awareness Month. Help break down the stigma of mental illness, spark conversation, and maybe just make somebody's day a little sweeter. It's easy. Grab some chalk and write inspirational messages and pictures on your sidewalk. Snap a photo and share it online by tagging Hearts for Minds on Instagram and use the hashtag Chalk It Up for Life. That's Chalk It Up, the number four, and life. Let's chalk it up for mental health. Visit Hearts for Minds. That's hearts, the number four, and minds.org to learn more. So, the other one I wanted to ask you about, because it's a throwback to when we were kids, Wednesday.
1: You know what? I Everyone loved it. loved it. Everybody. There isn't one person who loved did not. It. But I actually did not watch it.
0: Okay, I loved it. Obviously, as somebody who grew up on the Addams yeah. family, I have not loved all the movies, but yeah. I loved the little girl that played Wednesday, and I thought it was just an. Adorable she recently cast.
1: died. The girl who played the original. The original. Like, yeah. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That that was some interesting timing there. But the um, the the when I just hope there's another season. I think I heard there will be. And that's really great. Um, so what else do you have on your list?
1: Well, I, I have to talk about the Pamela Anderson. A I, love oh, we story liked that too. On Netflix. The reason why is I, I really didn't know much about Pamela Anderson, uh-huh. even though, you know, I was an adult when she was doing all her acting on Baywatch and Playboy and all that kind of stuff. This was so real. I mean, I've never seen. I think a doctor, no makeup on. Mm-hmm. Let her son, you know, produced it and was in charge of everything. Her relationship with her children just blew me away. Okay.
0: We're talking about two different shows. You're talking about the documentary version thing. on I've, Netflix. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I was referring to Pam and Tommy, which oh, is a, no, no, no. Okay. I yeah. liked that. No, well, no, <laughs> But again, that's, that's more me. I would yeah. have rather watch the dramatization.
1: Yeah, no, this is the real thing. Okay. And you know, you learn, I, I, am fascinated about learning of people's childhoods uh-huh. because I feel your childhood creates who you are is an adult. Right. And there are things that she reveals in this that are heart-wrenching. I mean, absolutely heart-wrenching. She had such a terrible childhood, um such a an upbringing of dysfunction. And it's no wonder she married him, but he was the true love of her life. And the minute he became abusive, that was it. He had one shot. She never took him back. She didn't give him another chance. And to me, that says something to women everywhere that, you know, you do this once it's over. There is no coming back. And just how she has held herself mm-hmm. in her life. Yes, she's been married a lot, but she's honest about that too, that she's trying to um refined that love she had with Tommy Lee and she just can't. And so now she's basically given up and where she is today. I loved it. I think um, sometimes you think, you know, somebody, but you never really know them until mm-hmm. you have them tell their truth, not s- somebody else telling it about them, mm-hmm. but them telling their truth. And I thought she was amazing. Well, in it, it sounds
0: like that was a lot more fair and a lot more accurate than what yes. I saw Mine was super enjoyable, <laughs> but it certainly doesn't seem like it was the the right telling based on things that I'm hearing now. Yes,
1: it was not. Mm-hmm. According yeah. to her.
0: Now we haven't talked about any movies and we don't have to. We originally said we would, but um we don't have to, other than the George and uh Julia. You movie. people. You people you on saw Netflix, it that's, Eddie a that's a movie.
1: That's yeah. Well, okay. I love Eddie Murphy. So to have him. Come back in a comedy role. I mean, it's you been know, a long time. It's been a long time. And Julia Louis Dreyfus, I absolutely loved her in mm. this. I I have to say, it is definitely a millennial thing. I mean, you know, it, it's. I'm going to read what it's about because it's kind of hard to explain unless you. Um, but it's families and culture clash when two LA millennials from different backgrounds fall in love and face the ultimate relationship. Ship test of meeting the parents mm-hmm. and I didn't like the chemistry of Jonah Hill. And what was her name? The girl that played, I just want to, uh, Lauren London. I, I didn't like the chemistry. I liked her and I love Jonah Hill. Um, Eddie Murphy was hysterically funny and Ju- Julia L- Louis Dreyfus was hilarious. I because mean, they
0: are a white Jewish family yes. marrying into an African American. Yes. Family. Okay. And,
1: and how each, You know, it just shows the differences in such funny ways, which Uh I found very funny.
0: Well, I I, what I like is a a movie that will explore the actual culture because, you know, people are people, but we all come from different backgrounds regardless. I mean, we all have cultural things that stand out. So I'm glad to know that's a good movie because it was on my list of ones to watch.
1: I enjoyed it. I mean, I really thought it was cute. I mean, it's another funny comedy Uh um, and there were some serious parts in it just to you know it's a romantic movie mm-hmm. you know where what happens at the end you know blah 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 but that was I liked it I thought mm-hmm. it was definitely worth watching um let's see so I had
0: one that I had asked you about everything everywhere all at once and that's that was an oscar i know big oscar movie and i loved that movie with Michelle Yeoh it was a very kind of a multi multi universe kind of movie and a little bit odd but you um, you and I have very different. We've already established. I love all things Marvel. Our family loves all I've these seen superher- one Marvel thing. We love. I don't like
1: any sci-fi yeah. at all. So we Anything love Star Wars, sci-fi. Marvel. No, never seen Star Wars ever. Not See, there one, you go. one, thing. But my husband has seen all of them. So ah. you know, you always okay. have one person who's into the sci-fi. Yeah, you gotta, you um, gotta. Okay, so back in, I, I love talking about this just because of our ages. Remember in the old days, you had three channels and the fourth one was PBS. Yes. And your parents would go, come on, we're going to watch a documentary. And you would roll your eyes and be like, oh my
0: God. Right. A documentary we, was never on something PBS, you wanted to see. You
1: were like, oh God, it's like watching paint dry or something. Well, now this is my fascination is watching documentaries. And I just saw one on Dion Warwick, which was... Phenomenal! Really, I mean, absolute. I, I can't tell you how great it was. I, and I loved it because
0: remember she had the psychic friends network. Well, right? they get into they that do, as I'm well. Sure, I'm yes. sure.
1: and so much you didn't know about her that she was the first black performer to break into popular music. I didn't I mean, know that. Yeah, and she was the one. That's what friends are for. Was the first person who would talk about AIDS and raise money for it. And that song raised $3 million for AIDS research when a time when no one would even touch someone with AIDS, let alone hug them, raise money for them. I mean, she was a very, very remarkable woman and, of course, singer. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you like Dionne Warwick Warwick songs, which who doesn't? You know,
0: my dad actually wrote a book a long time ago called Black Sheep Marketing and he's not with us anymore, but he was um, not just a professor, but he was a grant writer and worked a lot with charities. And it was an entire book about marketing nonprofits that have a stigma. And it was because AIDS came out at that time. And so it was very difficult to raise yep. money. And he, I mean, I could say my dad literally wrote the book Yes, on on raising money for what some people find not to be palatable You'll charities.
1: It You'll love it.
0: So, so that is... That is, speaking of PBS, something that brings us to Downton Abbey. What about those kinds of shows? Do you get into a good soapy upstairs, downstairs? Um, no. Okay. I mean, I I I do. I love that stuff.
1: (sighs) I mean, there are ones, but see, that's the thing. Then they go away, uh-huh. like Outlander. I loved it. That's but they, right, you But did. then it's gone, and then I forget which season I'm on, and uh-huh. then it comes back. They take too long, is then then they, what you're saying. I, I can't stand when they take too long, because I can't remember what it was about. That's how
0: dead to me was.
1: Yeah. And I understand
0: yeah. why it took so long, but Yeah. that's how dead
1: to me was. I don't I know. off
0: on that, I mean, which was another great Netflix yeah. series.
1: Yeah. I didn't watch that one either. <gasps> that
0: one's really good.
1: But that I have seen some of The Crown, you know. I mean, uh-huh. I do watch it, it all depends what it is. Right. You know, it mm-hmm. just all depends. And I think for me, I I mean, that's there's one new show that just started called The Accused. Okay. That sounds and, like a new show. And that's on Netflix. I mean on FX, and it's an anthology series that follows people accused of crimes. Mm-hmm as each person awaits the verdict of his or her trial. So each episode, it it is like you said, it starts and wraps it up with a bow at the end, but it starts with them in court. And then it goes to their backstory of how they ended up, you know, being convicted of a crime. And then you kind of are the judge because it's always something like, um, you know, you're the things that are popular, but, you're torn should they be convicted or should they be found not guilty because there's really a gray line. Oh, wow. So, and it's very short. It's not like long attention span, but I've watched three now they're weekly. Do you
0: watch this with your husband who is a defense attorney? Because it seems to me like he'd be able to pull out the answer. Oh, he
1: always does. I mean, he hasn't watched this one yet, but if you're watching any crime show, he'll always be the first one to say, um, in real life, that doesn't happen in the courtroom uh-huh. In real life, you know, And like when I'm watching Law & Order, another show I really like, SUV, um, he'll do that all the time. You know, this is TV stuff. It doesn't happen like that. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. go in the other room. You're ruining my visions. You know,
0: Well, that, you know, that kind of brings us to the end of this episode, although I'm sure we haven't skimmed the surface because, I mean, I think every show I've mentioned I've just watched in the last few months. I mean, we get it. People are like, when do you watch? I, 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 just sometimes it's even just on my phone in my bed. I don't even have a TV in my bedroom, so I'm just on my phone oh watching my these shows because I don't know how to work the remotes oh in my, my house. God, I don't so know how to. Funny. I don't know how to turn on any TV. So if my husband isn't home to help me, he has like four remotes per TV. It's stupid. Yeah, why can't we just have on, off, and volume? Well,
1: that's what we 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 have. So we have like the old style remotes. It, yeah. It's very easy, but not for. But us. I'm a binge watcher. So I like Same to here. wait and just watch everything instead of watching weekly.
0: Well, we do want to know what you think. Uncluttered and Unfiltered, ladies only on Facebook is one way. The other way is to go to unclutteredandunfiltered.com and get on our email list. It's very easy to do it there.
1: I, I'm anxious to see everyone's response. And I would, because this is a topic I would love to do again, just yeah, because like maybe
0: every six yeah, weeks Yeah, I seven. love it.
1: I, I find it fascinating to even know from everyone on the Facebook group what they're watching.
0: Same. I love this too. I Betsy says, and I know Betsy said so this doesn't surprise me. She said she ran twenty miles on a treadmill watching Firefly Lane. I
1: heard that's so good. And I, I read the book, it yet. so I
0: feel like I don't know if I want to watch it, but I think I might because I'm going to watch it.
1: it. I'm going to watch it.
0: All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Remember, with all things in your life, you can let it go
1: and don't look back.
0: Hi, it's Eden. Christine and I absolutely love bringing you Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast for women over 50. For the first time, we're asking you for your help. A one-time or monthly donation from you will help us with production costs and help us grow this awesome community. Find a link to make a donation in our most recent show notes, in our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only Facebook group pinned to the top, or on our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Facebook page. And in advance, thank you.